Marvel Cinematic Rewatch, the podcast that rewatches reviews and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we want to ask you to follow us on some form of social media platform, uh, any of the ones that we are on, uh, which is currently Twitter and Instagram. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. At some point, we will also be on Blue Sky because we have an in now. Uh, but until then, Woo. Twitter and, and, and Instagram. Uh, and um, in the meantime, also, if you want to, you can send us an email. We are at uh, mcurewind at gmail.com, no underscore. And with that, today we are continuing our rewind of season two of Luke Cage with episode six titled The Basement, which dropped on June 22nd of 2018, just like every other episode of that season. And as always, here's a rundown of what happens in that episode. Luke and Piranha go into hiding as Bushmaster's men search all of Harlem for them. Luke wants to take Piranha to the police, despite Piranha wanting to pay Luke as a hero for hire. After a discussion about their respective fathers, Luke decides to take Piranha to his father's church for protection. Jason and Comanche unsuccessfully search for Piranha and discuss their relationship in prison. Mariah refuses to cooperate with the police captain Slash, her childhood boyfriend. Same person, in case you weren't sure about that. Comanche believes that Shades should get rid of Mariah and become the crime lord of Harlem himself. And Shades later tells Mariah that uh, about following Bushmaster to the restaurant, and implies that uh, what she will do uh, once they find Piranha, and that what it is is putting a finger across his neck. Misty confesses to the captain about wanting to frame Cockroach, but when uh, he chooses not to discipline her, she quits out of guilt. Luke then contacts Bushmaster, and the two meet for a fight, ending with uh, Luke earning the res- his respect but being paralyzed by a powdered substance and being kicked into the river. Dun dun dun, dun dun dun. He's he's dead now, right? Like that's that's what we I mean, take from yeah, that. I, yeah, drowned. Okay. He's definitely going to drown. He was sinking. So okay, all right. Uh, it's strange that they're just going to have um like what seven more episodes, but it's just. Of Luke at the bottom of the river. Well, I mean, they, they have a bunch of other characters they have to wrap up story with too, right? Ah, Misty, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> you didn't see that coming? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I, I do have one. I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. Uh, so at some point in this episode, when talking to Piranha, Luke Cage says the phrase, where's my money, honey? Uh, which is a reference to, uh, a hero for hire comic from 1973, where Luke tries to collect money that Dr. Doom owes him. And, uh, yeah, so this, oh, I have the screenshot in my notes of that, uh, comic panel. It's funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so that's a real one, unlike uh, the one that shows up of, of Moon Knight every so often, uh, trying to get and Dracula to pay him. Uh, that's right. He, yeah, try trying to get Dracula to to pay him. Yes. Uh, there, there's a whole series of those because those are all like made up on on Reddit, mm. right? People edited them. Uh, I like the the one where he also calls into the Avengers uh, mansion, uh, trying to get. Uh, and I think it was Dracula. Yeah, he tried to get Dracula saying like hey i know he's on the avengers and they say no he's not dracula's not an avenger like then then why did he tell me (laughs) 
Uh, someday, I hope that, that maybe for a Halloween episode, it's going to be Moon Knight and Blade versus Dracula, and they just use all these meme things in the episode. <laughs> I mean, they do it for they use the same pointing meme for like the last three Spider-Man appearances. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Every movie and video game at this point has to do that in in some way. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That is not a spoiler, Tony. That's that was all over things. <laughs> I, oh, I know I you actually, just started playing that game. Yeah, no, I actually didn't know it was going to happen, but I could have presumed. Oh, OK, it's not it's not like a big thing. It's like um, it's Miles and Peter pointing at each other, I'm sure. That's that's it. That's exactly what it is. It's yep. um, when when you come across each other just while playing the game. Yeah, it's it's not like a cutscene or something. Yeah. That's it. So far, I've I've only played a handful of hours. Uh, listeners, I've waited because I wanted to finish uh, Star Wars Survivor before I played this game. <laughs> um, and so far, I've ran into Miles twice in Spider-Man form, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, or Peter, like they've run into each other, and so far, both times they've they've hugged. So I thought that ah, was cute. Okay. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those animations. Yeah, I love Peter and Miles' bromance in Spider-Man Two so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're long lost brothers. At, at they that really point. are. It's, it's kind of how they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's like cool. I mean, Miles in the Spider Verse movies is it's all like he's not or Peter's like he's not alone. He has other Spider people who can commiserate with him. So it's like, oh yeah, he would be really close with the other Spider people. Uh-huh. Luke Cage. Uh, yes. Fast facts. Uh, the title, um, The Basement, is off of uh, C.L. Smooth and Pete Rock's um, album, Mecca and the Soul Brother. Uh, also, I guess they hide. They, they're not really in a basement, but they're hiding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably end up in a basement at some point, right? Because they, they, they went across buildings and they were low somewhere i i'm pretty sure they were in a basement of some type at some form at some point in time mm-hmm. in the episode okay i don't know uh we also get wjp pb uh the new station which we've already seen in iron fist jessica jones and daredevil um luke uh posts up with piranha in a movie theater and in the comics when he was in uh he was a hero for hire. His offices were above an old movie theater uh, oh. owned by DW, the character who is promoting Luke now. Oh, cool. Hmm. Yeah. And finally, uh, after a long drought, we've gotten two episodes in a row with superhero landings. Finally. Uh, yep. Uh, superhero landing number 153, jumping from the fire escape to catch up with the stylers who took Piranha. Uh, we almost get an anti one where he jumps and lands on a different fire escape and does not quite make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero, like a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. 
All right. So I guess we'll start with Luke. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the majority of the hero stuff this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and start with something. So he's, you know, the episode starts, you know, they're, they're running away from, from Bushmaster's guys. Um, and, and Luke's fighting them, right? Like every so often, like he'll, he'll fight them hand to hand combat. Yeah. Why doesn't he just knock them out? Right. We, we see that. I, I think we've, we might've even talked about this before, right? Like sometimes he just goes in for, for a fight or he picks people up and throws them across the room, but we know he just walk over, hit, walk over, hit. Like it's, it's the easy thing. It's the safe thing. Uh, you're not doing property damage. Um, (laughs) like why not? Why not do that? Well, there are two reasons that I'm making up right now. Well, three reasons. Really? The one reason is this is way more entertaining to watch. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, he also, wants the people to have their attention on him so they're not going after piranha so if he's throwing people doing making being loud about it then they'll be more focused on him okay okay all right all right and finally at this case specifically he is getting paid three hundred thousand dollars by piranha he needs to look like it's worth the money if it's too easy piranha will be like you you didn't earn that (laughs) Okay, that one, that one's a maybe. I'm, I'm okay with that one. All right. It's, it, it's just, it's one of those things, like, when you realize, like, hey, these characters can do blah, 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 you know, why, why aren't they doing that? Like, and it makes sense because, like, of the medium, right? Like, for example, like you said, right here, it's, it's more entertaining for us, the audience, to see him do actual fight stuff, right? Um we were talking about the Spider-Man video game, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man has the proportional strength of a spider. And so he's always holding back whenever he throws a punch, but then we, we play a video game and, and we have to hit people like five or six times to, to knock them out. Right. But like, again, that's the medium. It's a video game. Mm-hmm. That's, it's what it's, what makes it more entertaining. Uh, but you know, I, I just think about that in like other scenarios too, right? Like, like force users, force users should never lose a fight, right? All they do is force, uh, force uh, skull crush and and that's it then they they just win right they win every fight <laughs> um, yes well i mean sith should win every fight yes okay sure Jeez. yes at a minimum sith <laughs> yeah but other force users can also do that too yes if they're if they're in a pinch um God, I can't wait to see Grogu do that. That'll that'll really change everyone's opinion of him. No, no, it won't, because no, he'll still won't. look very cute. <laughs> he'll still look cute, and he almost killed a bounty hunter girl in the like season one finale. Remember force choking her when they were arm wrest- when Gro- when she and Mandalorian were arm wrestling. I do not remember this. Oh I yeah, never rewatched that season. Okay. Yeah, oh, uh, right. the end of that. They're arm wrestling when they're flying to uh, Navarro, the planet that the Mandalorian started the season at. Mm-hmm. Where, um, and they're just arm wrestling, hanging out, and Baby Yoda thinks that uh, she is uh, hurting him, so she starts force choking, or Grogu starts <laughs> force choking her. Okay. Everybody still loves him. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Then there was that, what, season or two episode where he's like eating all those eggs. Yeah. Right? He's like, eating children. Yeah. He's 50 years old. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. 
Well, mm. okay, so this frog woman had to get discount tickets with a bounty hunter to the planet. She, that family can't afford those many children. They're helping. Grogu's <laughs> helping. And also, we didn't know this. The character didn't know this. Um, apparently, uh, the actress who plays the bounty hunter woman, or ex-rebel, she's not a bounty hunter, the ex-rebel uh, is a bad person. So killing her off early was probably to benefit the show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. I can't wait to see, um, you know, adult Grogu in, in a movie, right. In like 15 yeah. years yeah. and, and definitely a Sith just force uh, skull crushing characters all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I really hope so. Yeah. We'll be less cute uh, though. Cause you'll have the beard. So <laughs> yeah. Well, Grogu, uh, Yo didn't have a beard. He'll have a bunch of ear hair. Um, also, right. do you think Disney's really going to let him ever age? Oh God, no, no. This is like well, the, yes, no, but this no. is the perfect thing. It's like he's always going to be adorable, but you can progress the story for at least fifty more years before he, he even has to talk. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yes, yeah. E- eventually, this character will be an adult of some sort, but that's that's different story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they've milked as much as they can out of this. And then when he's an adult, obviously you have to have the flashbacks. So, yep. Um. So Luke. <laughs> yes, Luke. Not hitting people on the head to knock them out immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they go on the run, which is very unusual for Luke because he usually just stands there and takes it and then mm-hmm. knocks people on the head. Uh, but now he's actually protecting somebody. Yeah, yeah. He he has to. He has to get um you know Piranha away from all of the guns. You know those bullets. They just go in random directions mm-hmm. once they hit him at least mm-hmm. yeah uh one thing uh every time he's like he's running from something luke's not a subtle guy right they're trying to escape <laughs> but he's also breaking down b- breaking the locks or breaking the doors down of every place he's going into so he's <laughs> literally leaving a trail mm-hmm. yeah yeah what he should be doing is like break one and then go yeah, somewhere else and then and break that one because they're, they're just gonna go with the first one they see yeah um, so one thing I noticed was, uh, he looks down when they're on the roof, he looks down and sees six stylers, right? Six guys, mm-hmm. uh, which I assume on a Netflix budget is equivalent to 50 guys, because I just think of when Electra and uh, Daredevil were fighting the hand and they were acting like it was a lot more people than the six people they fought. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We we did talk about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they run for a while and uh he actually Sheldon catches I still remember, does Sheldon catch up to him or does Luke find Sheldon? You know, uh Bushmaster's right hand man. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um I know at some point uh in the episode Yeah, no, they they, they caught up. They caught up with him. Yeah, so uh, he Luke says he has five seconds to tell my Bushmaster is or I'll throw him off the roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that Sheldon calls his bluff. He just starts counting down five to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not a killer. He's not a killer if you're a named character. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So he conks him out, which, as we've said many times, doesn't do any lasting damage to knock somebody unconscious. Yep, yeah, that's... that's uh definitely sound medical advice um 
you know, maybe talk to a doctor first before that happens mm-hmm. to you, just to be sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, so they escape. Uh, <laughs> someone, I think it was uh, Sheldon, but Coven, someone else calls him a rasklat. Uh, and he says, what does that even mean? Did you look up what that means, Al? Because I did. I did not, no. What, what is that? Uh, Ras is ass, and clot mm-hmm. is cloth. He's calling him toilet paper. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Which which is a, a common insult, apparently. I don't know if... According to the internet, it's a common insult in Jamaica. I don't know if it actually is. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been to Jamaica twice, and I have not heard that. But... But were you in Jamaica, or were you on a resort? I was on a resort. Yeah. Because <laughs> from... Not to be stereotypical, or unfair but i hear jamaica's kind of stabby when you're off the resort that's good to know yeah yeah uh only left the resort a little bit yeah <laughs> so all right fine <laughs> all right um yeah so he uh, takes prana to the movie theater mm-hmm. and uh yeah he's talks to piranha and they bond <laughs> yeah yeah they bond a little bit um you know i mean you you kind of have to right you're in that situation you got to talk some more yeah uh he gets some more information about piranha like hey why are they after you like oh hey power of attorney that's mm-hmm, good to know right. that's uh, uh glad glad luke uh knows that um so that that quickly changes for luke like now his plan is to turn piranha over to the authorities yeah is he gonna get paid <laughs> i mean he is still protecting uh piranha i, I at think a minimum, so. i assume he's getting paid for the party the night before but okay well that is i'm sure there's a contract for the party i think uh-huh. regardless he's going to get paid uh for the party mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think like if he gets him to the police he did protect him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Verbal contracts are still legally enforced. Hard to prove, but still legal. Yeah. And, and I'm proud of the slimy guy anyway, so he would probably have fought it. Yeah. yeah who yeah. knows? But he does okay. really like Luke. I mean, <laughs> he, he's a jerk and he's a rich asshole, but he's he is a big fan. So <laughs> That's maybe true. he will pay him off. Pay him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So I, I had a question. Um, yes. So during this this time, um, you know, Piranha like hurt his his uh, ankle or twisted mm-hmm. ankle. I forget exactly what happened. Um, so Luke, yeah. yeah. So Luke makes a splint for him, right? He he takes uh, some wood and like you know breaks it. Um, when he breaks that that piece down, it's there's like a lot of. A lot, a lot of wood, like, still poking out right at, at the end, right? Because it, it, he didn't make a, a clean cut, right? He doesn't have a saw mm-hmm. or anything. Do you think Luke can, like, sand that down with his hand, right? Like, like if he just puts his hand there and, and does that, like, could he? Is that possible? I think he could break off the sharp edges. I don't think it would be sanded smooth because mm-hmm. uh, Tilda okay. said in previous episode, he's got smooth skin. He doesn't have the coarseness <laughs> to sand something. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I think you could like easy with a thumb just break off the sharp pieces. Yeah, okay. That that makes sense. All right. Okay. And no splinters. That's ooh. Yep. Now now I'm jealous of him. Yeah. 
so yeah, so they talk about their relationships with their fathers, uh, which we've heard mm-hmm. a lot about. So I don't know if we need to rehash it here. He pretty much says the same stuff he's told Claire in the past. And he calls in he calls Misty to bring in Piranha to the police. And while he's on the phone, Jamaican sneak in and steal Piranha. <laughs> Immediately. Oh. I thought oh. that was I think it would have been way better if we didn't see any of the search happening or like that they were getting close to where Luke was. And it's just like I don't know, like the rats and muppets taking away the food as he's turned the wrong way. It's just like scurrying in, taking them, and quickly leaving. That, that would have been funnier. Yeah, just see him in the background. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it makes sense. They were there for hours, right? They, they were there the whole night, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, as they're getting him out, we get a Luke Cage version of a hallway fight where he bursts through the walls of a hallway to get them. <laughs> Which is funnier, yeah. Yeah, it's much more like, yeah. We uh, a Luke Cage hallway fight is just him punching a bunch of people in the face and them going out immediately. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's more it it's better for the hero in that scenario, right? Because like if we see Daredevil do that, or even Iron Fist, right, or, or something, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're they still like have to dodge and all that stuff. It's it's a skill thing for them, right? Like Luke, on the other hand, he's just like running forward. You're quickly, you know, uh, trying to hit them as soon as he, as, as he can. Yeah, and we get a version of these two power sets, a Daredevil power set and a super strong power set when Daredevil teams up with She-Hulk. And he, <laughs> That's true. he's yeah. fighting them hand to hand and she is just like causing major structural damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so he does a superhero landing in front of the last two and takes them out, uh, after fighting, mm-hmm. picking off everyone off one, one by one. And he takes them to, uh, to his father's church, who gives him, uh, sanctuary and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then he calls Bushmaster, uh, on one of, uh, his lackey's phones. I, I don't know if it's... Sheldon's phone or someone else's phone. Mm-hmm. But he challenges them to a, a duel at high noon. At high bridge. And Bushmaster, because he has those uh, Obeya drugs, he's high. So, probably. I don't know. That, that one's a stretch there. Like I, yeah. I get it. I see where you were trying to go yeah. with, with the wording there. But it's... Uh, not everything right. lands. <laughs> it's true. All right, so they show up. Um, I don't know anything about Highbridge. I, it, but it seems to be a place that has benches that people probably walk on for at least recreation. And I know this might be a weekday, but it's noon. There should be other people there. <laughs> it's out of the way. It's uh, no, they they just got lucky, really. Okay. Right? Like, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we get a, well, first Bushmaster fools the Darth Vader. They can join forces, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. rule, rule Harlem like father and estranged father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Luke says, uh, he will never join him. And, uh, after his arm gets cut off, he falls down the pit and then has to get thrown out by the Millennium Falcon. 
and mm-hmm. get a new robot arm. Later, he has to uh, send people out to find his best friend. Misty? Misty lost an arm! <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it no, works. Can't wait to yeah, can't wait to see all of that in next week's episode. Millennium Falcon showing up. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of that. Yeah. No. I mean, looking it's forward a, to it. Yes. It's it's a little more grounded. It's a submarine because he's in the river. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but all in right, actuality, fine. we get more of a. Um, it starts out looking like a Thanos fight, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> Thanos. We talked about Thanos with the Hulk, but Luke is a little more ready. And actually ends up almost beating him until uh, Bushmaster pocket sands him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was was that? I, I could not tell. Was that just just normal sand? Like no, just... uh, it's oh, it's, okay. it's some chemical something from the earth. He says. Uh, oh, okay. That oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You're right. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, all I thought I was that, that pocket that. sand meme. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Bushmaster cheats and Luke sinks to the bottom of the river, presumably to either his death or the Millennium submarine showing up. So something I was trying to figure out d- at this point in time, I could not remember. Um, does Luke know that Bushmaster is, for the most part, bulletproof? Because he knows he's strong enough to punch him, right? Yeah, like, and, and I don't... make it hurt. I don't think so, because the only reason we know he's bulletproof is because he killed that other Jamaican guy, and then got mm-hmm. shot up, and then pulled the bullets out. But I don't think anyone yeah. else knows he's bulletproof. Okay, got it. So I'm, I was wondering, during that fight, does Luke hold back some of the punches until he realizes, oh, Bushmaster can definitely take these hits? Or not? Does he just, like, try to go all out and would, like, almost kill a regular person. <laughs> I think he'd go all out. He's fought Bushmaster. He knows he's strong. I, all right. I guess that's true. Yeah, you're, you're right. You, you assume if the person is that strong, you, there is a self-defense part to it. So you want to knock him yeah. out as quick as possible. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. And if he doesn't go down after the first punch, like <laughs> regularly, he, he knows how much it is to knock somebody out. He does that frequently. True. Yes. So, so, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on to Misty. Yeah, sounds good. So she kind of convinces the captain that all the crimes are connected and they're on the edge of a gang war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have uh, the chief of police. So I actually figured out he's the captain. We've been calling him the chief or something, but the captain <laughs> talks to a chief. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, yeah, they give them pretty much 50 extra cops and 48 hours to get under control, or they're going to send up the National Guard and ICE, which will just escalate things, pretty much. Yeah. ICE felt a little weird, um, but okay, sure. Well, I mean, they're, I, I, they're I mean, it's the Jamaicans, and they're uh, yes, not no, I, I get it. I, I get it. It's just... That's not that's not their thing. That's not They're not sent in as like a military force of some sort, so it just felt like that one was a bit of a stretch. Um, okay. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think it's that much of a stretch. I think using ice as a weapon uh, is very in line with the political climate nowadays. And this is a more grounded part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
No, no, true. Yes, no, like I, I would believe it. Like if someone said that you know ice was set in, I'd be like, I, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Like given real world stuff, like the U.S. Border Patrol can do whatever the hell they want uh, for like what ninety five percent of the country, um, yeah. as long as you're within one hundred miles of a border. So yeah. that excludes like just a very small part of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Don't even need to send them in. They can just walk on over and do whatever they want, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's why I was like, I just, I'm not used to s- hearing about that organization being sent in. Like, that one just felt weird. But yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's common to say, yeah, I'll send in the National Guard. Like, that one, see that in TV shows all the time. <laughs> yeah. But still, they're trying to keep it in house. They don't want to call <laughs> any superheroes. Which is fair. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. Don't need to call Iron Man, I guess. Uh, get him involved. Him, him and his robots. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's no one... I mean, outside of Spider-Man, but... Uh, who's, like, deals with this level of threats. Outside of Spider-Man and the Defenders. Who aren't really yeah. a unified team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If things escalate uh, a little more, maybe the Shieldies was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... Uh, well, if it becomes well known that uh, Bushmaster has powers, then yeah. It might even be... Maybe still not Avengers level, but still it would be a Shieldies level threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, so she Captain asks her how uh, she found Cockroach, and she tells him that she's going con- she was going to contaminate the investigation. And he's he's not fine with it, but he's like, "All right, we need you still." <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just completely gives her a pass. Like he's been giving her a pass because mm-hmm. he has to. Uh, but this one seemed like he gave her a pass because he's like, like he just doesn't care. Like, oh, that that's all you were gonna do? That's fine. I don't care about that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that between that and him, uh, her seeing the captain, kind of be friends, be nice to Mariah a uh, scene or two later. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of loses it. She punches uh, like this barrier thing, a metal barrier, and heavily dents it with her robotic arm. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder, why does a prosthetic arm need to be that powerful? Well, two, two answers to this. Um, the first one is just just a rule in general for like all of like TV movies any 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 media mm-hmm. uh robotic appendages always better no matter what oh, so yeah. I was just to be like 10 times stronger no i thought um, like i i once sprained my wrist and asked my wife to cut off my in my hand to get a cool robot arm she wouldn't do it i don't get why i'm now stuck with a stupid human wrist yeah exactly it sucks right yeah, yeah. uh the other reason why it's stronger i don't know cuz rand wants to I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Rand was uh, making these for, right? Like, what's the he reason? Ma- what? He wants an army of iron fists and couldn't give him the power. So, literally, giving people iron fists. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, he wants. He wants the iron fist army. Yeah. And where do you keep an army in your sleeveys? Where do you keep a <laughs> robot arm? Also in your sleeveys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not me thinking it. That's Danny Rand's thought process. 
Oh yeah, okay. You, yeah, you should have you should have started with that. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, okay. Oh god, you bought it. Thank <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Misty um, okay. didn't like that. So she, uh, so after like that, and then finding out that it's okay, she can just plant evidence. She she quits. She's like yeah. she's done with this. Yeah, she doesn't want to deal with red tape anymore. I don't. I don't know. I don't actually know what's. I, I think like, I get... it's, she's two. She's seeing Luke's point of view, where it's mm-hmm. just like things are being held back. And second, she's realizing she has a super arm, so it gives <laughs> her opportunity. That's true. Yeah. Now she can. She can do her vigilante justice and. We'll still not get away with it, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's up with the Scovia Accords, um, but I guess it's enough that that it's okay. It's low level enough. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, or she doesn't care. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, the Scovia Accords really should have gotten Luke when he went to prison. I guess maybe because well, he didn't go to prison for using his power. I don't. I don't know what the. Again, we don't know what the Kusakovi yeah, Accords I mean, do. Could, All we know, he could be registered. That's true. Yeah, he he might be, and and Shield every so often has to go check up on him, like yeah. they did with Yo Yo. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter anymore because those are gone. It you know five seven years later. Well, yeah. Team. After after the heroes save the Earth, and also Luke exists, and all the Inhumans <laughs> still exist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, eh, it's it's too much work. <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something else. Let's let's get rid of these for now. Yeah. Uh, one more thing about uh, Misty is when Luke calls her, telling her that the uh, Jamaican cabs are coming around and they've got this symbol, which mm-hmm. I thought at least was just the Jamaican flag, but maybe not. Uh-huh, same. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> she rushes after one of them that's outside the precinct. Because she learned all her subtlety from Luke Cage, which is no subtlety. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, what what was she going to do? Like, sneak up on him in, in some way? Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't I don't know. ID him. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get the, get the license plate. Yeah, at very least. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. she should have done that. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to be a crooked cop, so she's not going to be a cop anymore. Yeah, fair point. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm done with Misty for this episode. Cool, same same here. Yeah, nothing. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back to things. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, what what are we, what, t- Tony? What are we doing here? I ask myself that question every day. Me and our eleven listeners, <laughs> what are exactly. we doing here? Exactly, we're looking for things, things we need but can't find. Anyway, if you're in the same boat and need to find something, you should or should have already uh, purchased the latest product from our friends at Power Apps, the Power Tag. The power tag is the best little tag for keeping track of your valuables, like your keys, check luggage, or the lawyer you gave power of attorney to. How does the power tag work? Well, that's a trade secret. They told me, but made me promise not to tell. I would have signed an NDA, but they ran out of printer paper. 
anyway, I don't, I don't know where we're, we're, oh yeah, that's right. I remember where I am because I have a power tag. I'm right here next to my phone. Use promo code MC Rewind to get a free cat to attach your power tag to. It's important to test the things you buy. I'm going to use that. I'm going to say, someone asked me, where are you? Next to my phone. That's literally, you know, because I'm a person in the 21st century. I'm attached to my phone 100% of the time. So I'm always next to my phone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Uh, who we want to start with? I got, I got three people. Mariah... Comanche and Shades together, so I guess four, and Bushmaster. <laughs> Same. Uh, let's go with Mariah, I think. I, I have her written down first. Cool. Uh, so she knows the captain. Mm-hmm. Calls yep. her May May. <laughs> they have a history. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. that's I, Like, she, she wanted to use that history for, for something and didn't really get anywhere, but... Right. Well, it, a little bit. He gets... Um, she tells her she can go and she acts like you leave, but he he's really good at this. He's like, you're in danger and people you love are in danger. If with for of the Jamaicans, if you don't help us out. Mm-hmm. So she asks for protection for herself and Tilda. And uh, he she works with him. She gives him details about all three men. Um, and. Well, it kind of works for him. Gives the details, and then he like stings her pride, so she leaves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She's not a suspect at that point, so she could just leave mm-hmm. whenever she wants. Yep. Um, was was there a reason for that? Because she could have left at any point in time, right? Like she was complaining that she was there for a while. Well, I've lucky enough never been uh, questioned by the cops like this. Uh, if I would feel like, see, I can't be, I don't know Mariah's shoes. Like Mariah is way more confident in these situations than I am. Cause she's dealt with these situations before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I know <laughs> I, even if I wasn't being charged with anything, I would wait for the cops to say it was okay for me to leave before I just walked out. <laughs> But that's because I'm inexperienced and a coward. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah. also, uh, for future note, wait for your lawyer to tell you it's okay to leave. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Either look into one of those or just not commit crimes. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Probably easier to just find a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it goes back. Um. Calls uh, Shades, calls Tilda. Mm-hmm. Both of them ignore her. So she starts <laughs> drinking with her assistant guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure that'll lead to nothing bad. Absolutely nothing bad. Uh, it does lead to a realization to her that the only person she can trust is Luke Cage. 
<laughs> in that he does exactly what he says he'll do, right? He doesn't yeah. have the ulterior motive. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. And also, it's like, at this moment, she hasn't done anything wrong, like in these situations. That is true. Nothing that he could really find out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't know that that he has her lawyer who has the power yeah. of attorney, but yeah, exactly. That's true. Um, so yeah, so she brings, uh, uh, she believes her dreams are crushed. She's wallowing. And then. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. She, there's, there's not too much. Oh, oh, we get the scene uh, okay. between shades and Mariah. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where he pretty much drags her back into crime and convinces her to go back into crime. <laughs> Yeah, he does not want to leave. He yeah. just—that's—that's that's where he's comfortable. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's afraid of change because I, I don't think he doesn't believe he'll fit in the world if he goes on the straight and narrow. He doesn't have those skills. Yeah. Also, again, I disagree. I think I think he would would be uh, good in some form of uh, business planning. I thing. I now, actually I agree with you. I don't think he believes that though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, to be fair, every so often he might end up shooting someone for disagreeing with him. That wouldn't look well for him. Um, but I think he could get pretty far uh, before yeah. doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you've got to be one of the, um, like, at least a Fortune 500 company before you can get away with that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she brings up Tone's death. Does anyone know, like, from season one, uh, Cornell killed him? For killing Pop, right? Yeah, yeah. Why did she bring that up? I was completely confused. Um, I don't remember. Now that I think about it, yeah. So this was was this before or after Shades and I already forgot his name. His his friend like Comanche. go out Comanche. Yeah, this is before or after Shades and Comanche talked about about that because this is they also talked about that event. This was after, because this was one of the, like, this is after uh, Shades comes back from staking out Pop's uh, barbershop. That's right, because he told, Shades told Comanche about that, yeah. that event. And then Mariah says, hey, yeah. did, did you tell anyone about that? So I, yeah, I really could not remember. Like, um, I, I get why, like, theory? in the story, oh. is it like, oh, Shades mm-hmm. can't be trusted, dun dun dun. But... Like why? What brought it into her mind? <laughs> um, so here's here's what actually what I was thinking in the top in the moment, okay. Um, but did not write it down or like I didn't I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, is it possible that the um the I already forgot his name um uh, Misty's former boss the the captain guy did he bring something did he say something like that during the interrogation Is that possible? Oh, that's a good he might he might have said something like i think that i think that might have been it um and if it's not i mean we could just assume that's what happened yeah (laughs) Hmm. yeah i mean yeah i don't i don't even know uh (laughs) all right okay uh let's just assume that that's what happened like maybe he said something because we know right that that comanche is working for him for for the captain um, 
And so that might be like the roundabout way of like, that's how like the captain slipped up saying this. And now Mariah is thinking like, well, hold on. No one is supposed to know about that. So how does the captain maybe know something about that? Um, oh, oh, yes. Yes, he did. So the, so the captain said something about um, um, about Cottonmouth throwing someone off of a, a roof, right? I think that's what it was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he makes allusions to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and sure. How does he know this? How did he mm-hmm. get the information? She knows there's a leak. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, the assumption is that the only people who know that are Shades and um, uh, Turk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or Tur- Turk Bear. Yeah. Yeah. So probably so that. Yeah. Now she's going to be suspicious of Shades. Yeah, either Shades or maybe Turk Barrett, um, who's also who we know is in and out of prison all the time. So, oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I could see that maybe maybe he comes back in an episode or two. Like, I, I mean, he's been in every Netflix uh, season so far. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I'd actually be more surprised if he wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, should we just go on to Shades of Comanche since we we're talking about Shades yeah. already? Yeah, that sounds good. So, yeah, Shades is asking why uh, he wants to fight for Mariah. Um, like, why Shades is kind of whipped by Mariah. <laughs> yeah, so so Shades had this whole, like, story, right? This whole whole uh, speech about it, right? He says, yeah. you know, she, basically, she's a good leader, is kind of what he said, right? Like, she's, she's so calm. Um, he saw Cottonmouth start to become basically crazy yep. just trying to deal with Luke Cage. And then Mariah showed up and dealt with the problem in a, mm-hmm. a calm manner. And then he goes on to say that Mariah threw him through a window and then beat the rest of the life out of him with a mic stand, which she did now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is exactly what happened. But also, Th- those two things don't line up. <laughs> she she did this in a it, she she dealt with the problem in a in a you know good way for the organization, but no, she just like she killed someone way worse than what Cottonmouth did like an episode or two before, right? When he threw that guy over uh, off the, the roof. This is what he was saying. This is what I understood it as was she made the decision. She made the hard decision of killing. A family member who was endangering the business made the decision, and but she was also still brutal enough to follow through on it, which is okay. in his mind good signs for a leader. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess when, I can. When he's interviewing people for jobs at <laughs> his business, one of the tests you take is uh, probably not a loved one. But possibly an animal <laughs> and a mic stand, and just say that rabbit bit my finger. What are you going to do about it? And he expects someone to get that rabbit beat to death. God, that went dark. I feel better about talking about Cornell being beat to death by a thing. I can't think of a good non-murdery example. So well. Well, we, we could take uh, the the example from the Kingsman, right? Did you, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, uh, I, I know you've seen those movies. Yeah, we I've saw seen, them together. 
I haven't seen the prequel. Okay. Uh, not bad. Um, anyway, so, uh, remember in the, in the first one, like, one of the tests was, you know, they're given a gun, you know, the, the entire time they were raising a dog. Uh, and then they're given a gun and they have to make the hard decision of shooting the dog. Now, in the movie, uh, sorry, spoiler alert for, for this movie that came out, I don't know how many years ago, um, the the gun they're given is is not loaded, right? So they yeah. don't actually kill the the pet. They they get to they get to keep the dog, um, but you know maybe he does something like that. Yeah, I mean Hydra does it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe that's where he got the idea from. He he met a, a former Hydra person in prison. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were going to say the guy from Kingsman met a former Hydra person, which. Maybe I don't those know. universes would probably would fit together. Yeah, they they would. I mean, they are comic book based, so sure, why not? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the director uh, did one of the better X Men movies. Oh, which one? He directed First Class. Oh, okay. I yeah. remember enjoyed that one, but I only watched it the one time. <laughs> yeah, it's. In my opinion, there's how many X Men movies are there? Oh boy, I don't know. So you got the first three, um, and then some number of first class ones, right? Four well, you had the first class, four of those. Okay, so so now we're up to seven. Then you had two Wolverine movies, three, three, three Wolverine movies. So, that so we got ten up to ten. Two Deadpool movies, twelve, and okay, new so we're mutants. counting those. All right. Oh yeah, I forgot about New Mutants. I never finished that. I got like thirty minutes in. I, I, I gotta the, go back. The climax has a really cool visual scene mm-hmm. uh, that makes me like really like magic, the character magic in that. Okay. But overall, it's a terrible movie. I That one scene, look it up on YouTube, uh, magic versus the bear. I forget what the bear <laughs> villain's name is. Okay. Uh, but the rest of the movie. Anyway. Um, is it, yeah, is it a lot of chess? A lot of chess, chess? pieces be, moving around? The, the the actress I forget her name uh, Anya Taylor Joy yeah she's also in uh, uh, Queen's Gambit see in my mind the bear went when I said the bear I was thinking about the chef the TV show the bear about uh. the restaurant <laughs> I'm just like I thought you're gonna go with cooking uh, whatever I forgot why were we counting X Men oh we're counting X Men movies because I was like I think there's six good ones it's like oh that's oh that's right. That's right, because we were wondering about the director. How many the director? Uh, I would uh, name seven. Did, yeah, I think more than half of them are good, <laughs> but just barely. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I don't know if I would count Deadpool in that list. Uh, oh, then, of, of then movies, it just dropped down to movies. five. Yeah, it just dropped down yeah. to five if we're taking out those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, that, that seems pretty different. He... But okay, right. no, I mean, <clears throat> I. I would consider those X-Men movies, especially since in the second one, isn't he an X-Men trainee? I mean, yes, but also no. Like, all right, fine. Yeah. I don't know. I've only seen the second one once. (laughs) I'll have to watch it before Deadpool 3 comes out. Mm All right. All right. uh... So, yeah, Comanche and, uh, (laughs) and Shades were in a relationship in the prison. And Shades wants to keep it to prison, and Comanche still has feelings for him. Yeah, that's, which is, that's what I got out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is something I... One of the few things I definitely remember from this season. <laughs> like, wow, that's... that. I mean, I know it's Netflix, but that's pretty bold for Marvel. Yeah, I mean, it's if you don't I pay mean, attention to it that well, it kind of, like, they could hide it. 
right? As of right now, yes. I think Mm -hmm. it becomes a bigger deal later. Yeah, true. Comanche, yeah, yeah, Comanche is a pretty big supporting character, and this is like his entire motivation. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I think that's the big thing, though, is their conversation about Mariah and their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else for them? Uh, no, nothing. All right. Um, so to Bushmaster, he had we get this powerful scene between him and uh, Uncle Nancy mm-hmm. about the impacts of his war on on the Stokes. And how that will reflect on the Jamaican community. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's already it's already bad, right? Like, like just in in this episode alone, we see you know Bushmaster's got his his guys roaming the streets, right? Like driving around, and we see people like seeing those cars and like, oh no, I don't I don't want to be a part of this, and like they just leave, mm-hmm. um, like they know something's about to go down, and like that just sucks. No one wants to live there in that kind of community. That that doesn't make you feel safe. Um, yeah, like that's and that's just one example of what's happening here, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it's yeah. like the uh, Nancy makes the point that the Jamaican people there they worked hard to become part of the community, become accepted. However, little exception acceptance they actually have, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, this war is going to ruin it for them. Yes, yeah, exactly. Back to back to square one. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he's fine with him killing Mariah if he's an assassin, <laughs> but not if he's a warrior. Uh, it's a war, or he's a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care. He just doesn't want blowback, right? Yeah, and this seems pretty important, like showing that the Jamaicans are multifaceted. It's not Bushmaster, while is poor representation of Jamaicans, they're at least giving lip service, saying that not all Jamaicans or most Jamaicans even wouldn't support something like this. Yeah, exactly. People are different, right? You can't blame an entire group of people based off of the actions of one person. Mm -hmm. This is true, but people do. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, that's all I have for Bushmaster. That's not pocket sand related. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We we already talked about the end. Yeah, his fight. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have anything else for any villains. How about you? Nope, that's it. Okay. Um, guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, all I have is Piranha. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to start with Piranha? Um, I mean, just a couple of things, right, that, that we, we got out of him. Um, you know, apparently he'd worked with Mariah since the start of his career. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like she essentially helped him get to where he is, right? Yeah. That's a, you know, you help the people within your community kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because his, yeah, his mom worked as a... Uh, as a lady of the night or however you want to say it for mom, mm-hmm. mother Mabel. Mom mm-hmm. Mabel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And dad was a big time banker who had no respect for his bastard son. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And later he got to pay him back. He, uh, this actually, I think this part's important because it's the same thing, essentially the same thing that Luke is doing to his father, which kind of convinces him he doesn't want to be like cock or be like piranha. Uh, so that's why he approaches his father at the end of this episode. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that, that makes more sense for for Luke's uh, uh, thinking about it because I, I just thought he was like, oh yeah, I just don't have anywhere else to to take him. All right, I guess I'll go here. But yeah, you know, I like your interpretation a lot more. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, anything else for Prana? Or I think he's your only guy in chair. No, I mean we we kind of talked about this a little bit, but yeah, Prana has power of attorney over all of the money. Uh, yeah. Mariah made, and and access to all of the money that they they made, right? So that's that's the important part. So if they if he just wants to take it all legally, he can like that. And he can also show everything to the police to save his behind because he seems that to too. be that type of guy. Exactly. Oh yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've got for him. All right. Do you have anything for twelve percent of the plan? Nope, not a thing. How about you? Nope. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? So, Al, how many pockets of loose herbs are you giving this episode? (laughs) uh i like this one more than than last week's um you know just thinking about them comparing them and i'm i'm going with i'm going with four i think four pockets you got the the two front ones you've got that little side one for for like your your thumb or like a little chapstick uh and then you've got like um your your back right pocket one for like your wallet okay i will also give it four um uh, instead of naming the pockets, I will give mm-hmm. it uh, paprika, oregano, uh, cayenne, um, and uh, garlic powder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't yeah. know if it's considered an herb, but it's a spice. So I will, and it comes in, in like dust form. So I will, mm-hmm. I will give it to that. You know what? Herbs and spices just go together, right? Like it's, yeah. I, I know they're technically different, but I mean, it's its basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Plus, no, if you're going no to use it as a weapon, you want a powdered. <laughs> I mean, fresh yeah. herbs great, but if you're going to throw it and blow in someone's face, exactly. having a basil yeah. leaf smack them in the face isn't going to be as effective. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one separates how many herbs and also how many spices are used on KFC chicken, right? It's it's eleven herbs and spices. They're just combined. It's the same. Have thing. you have you seen uh, KFC's uh, uh, TikTok account or not TikTok uh, Twitter account? No. Why? Uh, I don't know if it's still true because I saw this like back in the <laughs> Tumblr days. But the uh, only okay. people they follow are the five Spice Girls and six guys named Herb. Eleven herbs um, and spices. Yes, um, that is still uh, on Twitter. Yes, I did see that a oh. while ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And That's someday on other apps, uh, assuming that they're, or unless they're already there, I they might be. I mean, I, I'm trying to go onto TikTok less, or God, I keep saying TikTok because I don't think of Twitter. I I try to go on X less. Um. And I don't go on corporate accounts almost at all. So, 
Yeah, pretty much the same. Okay. <laughs> but when I do, it's KFC. That's fair. All right. Speaking of KFC, I think we're done here. We can we can uh, close out the episode. Yeah, I'm done talking about KFC, so that was accurate. Continue. All right. Perfect. All right, everyone. So we're we're done. We'll continue this rewind next week when we talk about Luke Cage season two episode seven, uh, titled "On and On." Uh, in the meantime, please follow us on some form of social media app. We are on Twitter and uh, Instagram. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And also, if you could give us a rating, that would be even better than that. Um, you know, it's it, it's nice, right? You know, give give for the season. It's the end of the year. Come on, be be nice to everyone, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Anyway, this is Parma Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Simple, I can do this like Popeye the Brutus. I'm your host, like a stewardess. Fly with the neighborhood hijacking fella. So prepare for landing and crashing to a cellar. Bodies in the Buddha cloud, misty in the tomb. Like a show worn nights, a figure eight in the lagoon. Repeat rock, the complete lock and beat stop. Now all the horny heifers wanna dangle.